baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's 9.30 in 716. Call it calendar controversy in the Buffalo schools. It's pathetic. This is serious stuff, it seems. In all my years as president, I'm going to tell you this again. I have never seen such an act of callousness uh, and duplicity and deception perpetrated on the public in an, in an attempt to manipulate, to say, look at you only have a choice between a 44-week or a 42-week one. Yep. Uh, we would like to see of the options that the Buffalo Public Schools have posted on their website as far as, you know, calendar A, calendar B. We like the idea of having the calendar where the day before the school year starts, you know, on the 6th, and then the day before Thanksgiving and Memorial Day are both non-attendance days. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. It's hard to get my arms around how controversial the calendar shift may be within the Buffalo schools. But then as a parent, I also know the frustrations of having kids on different school calendars and the nightmares it can cause in family scheduling and all. It all involves the February break week in Buffalo. A new proposal from the district would see students not begin the new school year until September 11th. 2019. That calendar, which the district said would not include a February break, would allow for days off on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and Friday before Memorial Day weekend. Since I've been president, this is one of the most dishonest uh, and despicable and manipulative acts I have ever seen. That's Phil Rumor, president of the Buffalo Teachers Federation. He says the district has posted two options on their website for the public to weigh in on. The preferred proposal from the BTF is not one of them. Can you imagine what they're doing is they're saying, well, look at teachers. We wanted you to work 44 weeks or 42 weeks like you're supposed to do. And we said, no, what we're willing to do is work the work an extra week with the same pay so that the students can have their midwinter and spring break and you can have your in-services, you know, right together like you wanted. And they are basically saying, no, we're not going to compromise with you. And we've, like, we've done this in the past for many years now. We've always agreed to, all right, we'll compromise with you. What we'll do is agree to work an extra week for the same pay. And what they're doing to the public now is they're not even telling them about the third option and giving them a chance to vote on the compromise that we're willing to make with them. It is the most dishonest and manipulative thing. I mean, I got a couple of calls from teachers last night. What they want to do is they want to have a vote of no confidence on the superintendent and the board. It's really, it's unimaginable that they shouldn't let the public know, look at, these are not the only two options. The teachers are willing to work an extra week for the same pay, but not work the last week of August and cutting teachers out of making additional money, which so many of our teachers worked at last week. If, uh, if Phil, if we could backtrack just for a second, why is this even being talked about to begin with? Why are we just not keeping the same schedule as last year? Well, the same. that's a good point. 
because the schedule we had last year <laughs> is exactly what we're proposing for this year. We're proposing the exact same thing. We're proposing that we will work 43 weeks instead of you know, having being paid for over 40, 42 weeks. That's a good question. The only thing that what teachers are saying right now, and what I think is probably obvious, we're going into negotiations. And what the board is trying to do, the superintendent and the board are trying to do right now, is to say, look, it, you're going to either agree to what we say or it's nothing at all. So they're, going to, they're saying that either the public agrees with them to work, have 44 weeks rather than our compromise week, or we're going to punish the students and everybody by going to the 42-week. That's the only options you have. But this really all boils down to whether or not the district should keep the February break, right? Well, our option allows for the February break. With the 43-week calendar? Yeah, well, what we're suggesting is, yes, we agree with you. We'll do the 43-week break. They wanted to have two consecutive days of professional development. We said, okay, we'll move that into the first week of September. And they're saying, nope. It's my way or the highway, and we're going to have the public vote. We say, fine, but they're only going to let the public vote on what they want, the 42 weeks, which has teachers losing a week's pay, you know, that work the extra jobs, uh, spreads their pay out over 44 weeks, when we're willing to compromise with them. This is, I'm going to tell you, to do something like this to the public and tell them that the only options that they have are 44 and 42 when the teachers of the city have said, look, we're willing to compromise with you so that we can have both of those breaks in there and work an extra week. It's how, how big of an issue do you see this being for parents? I mean, do parents really care too much whether, you know, it's a 42-week or 43-week or something like that, you know, one week out of the year, or is this mainly an issue between the board and teachers? I think there are many parents that do care. They want to know what the, you know, what, what's going on. We have usually settled this in March so that everybody knows what their, what their schedule is going to be. But I'm telling you, I, I, I am, in all my years as president, I'm going to tell you this again, I have never seen such an act of callousness uh, and duplicity and deception perpetrated on the public in an, in an attempt to manipulate to say, look, you only have a choice between a 44-week or a 42-week one. Pick one of those. When the teachers of the city have said, agreed to work an extra week without additional pay and still provide the midwinter and the spring break, it is, it is making people, teachers, very angry right now. And they, they said they've never seen such duplicity, at least the ones I've talked to last night that were so angry, duplicity, dishonesty. I mean, well, Phil, what should people do if they want to vote? I mean, what are you suggesting they do? They, the option is 42-week or 44-week. Well, what I, they should do is under, I, well, I haven't seen it yet, but they should do this place for comments. They should write in under that. They should say, look, at, we want the compromise that's been used for many, many years. Uh, we don't want either one of these things, and we don't want to be told that these are the only choices. What we want to do is we want to have the compromise thing that has the teachers working that they've agreed to to work 43 weeks instead of 42 for the same pay. But they have to write it in, but they have to do that. You know, it, it, is, it is unconscionable. I mean, I am, you know, something in all my years of being president, I have never seen a superintendent and board of education take such dishonest, it's really, it's just dishonest actions to try to to manipulate the public and 
you know, and it's obviously against, uh, you know, looking towards negotiations, and they want to be in a position that they're, I don't know, I just, it's, it's pathetic. The Board of Education had the issue on their agenda for its meeting Wednesday night, but tabled it for further input and review. I think that the, um, we would, obviously we want the longest possible school year for our children to be in school. Duncan Kirkwood of the District Parent Coordinating Council weighing in on it all with Susan and Brian on WBEN. Uh, we would like, uh, you know, the school day and the school year to provide as much time for instruction for our students as possible because we have so many students in the school district that are behind on grade level that aren't receiving that city honors and Olmstead quality of education, and many of them aren't, you know, where they need to be. So the longer the school years are better. As far as this specific, um, this specific, I guess, controversy is what you called it, I think that uh, we would like to see of the options that the Buffalo Public Schools have posted on their website as far as, you know, calendar A, calendar B. We like the idea of having the calendar where the day before the school year starts, you know, on the 6th, and then the day before Thanksgiving and Memorial Day are both non-attendance days. Because what we've seen is they're often the teachers will take off on those days anyway. Those are high teacher call-off days. So if they're going to be off anyway, then we might as well make them off days which will kind of solve some of this problem. It's a good compromise for kind of how the school year can go, and we still get as much instructional time as possible, and uh, we're able to keep the winter break for students. Hey, you mentioned a good compromise. From your perspective, um, what's the reason for a compromise at all? I mean, do parents think that this calendar really needs changing? Why not just have the calendar that was in place this past year? So uh, my understanding is, the, the negotiations going around it, you know, I, I don't, I'm not opposed to keeping the calendar that was this year. So let me start there. Um, but if they're going to be making changes moving forward of the options that have been presented, you know, again, now the first option that the school district has proposed uh, would be more reasonable. Because what really the real underlying issues are is that most of the school, the teachers in our school district don't live in the city, right? They live in the suburbs. And so because they live out in the suburbs, their school district, their children go to schools, and their calendar is different than ours. So their school calendars, many of them, they already get off. The students already have off the day before Thanksgiving or Memorial Day. But they also have generally longer school days and, uh, I believe, a generally longer school year. So they're not actually losing, you know, instructional time to have those days off. We don't. So most of the teachers just take those days off anyway. Duncan, do you think it's time for all school districts, not just Buffalo, but all around Western New York, to follow a universal calendar? I think that that would be helpful for the teachers and helpful, you know, for the families because we want longer school days. We want the same quality of education that somebody gets at Amherst High School or Sweet Home Middle School. We want them to get an MST or public school 61, right? And if that means longer school days like they have in the uh, surrounding suburbs, if that means a longer school year, and and that's working there, it should work here too, right? So I think that that would be a really good idea, and it would help the teachers who largely don't live in our city 
uh, to line up the calendars for their children as well. Yeah, it all kind of makes sense. Are you looking at this argument as just uh, another squabble between teachers and the district and maybe, uh, you know, parents and students are just kind of left on the outside saying, hey, you know, guys, over here? Uh, so actually, I've got to give the district a lot of credit. I like the way that they have actually asked for parents' input. You know, they, that's not something that normally happens where there's a push for parents to help with a big decision in the school district. And so you got to give them a lot of credit for doing that to say, hey, we want to know what the parents feel. This is going to impact you. What's your opinion? And here are the two choices. And hopefully they will take the fervor uh, and the sentiment of the parents into consideration. So uh, and part of me feels like, yeah, this is another battle, and we, of course, have lost of what's best, what's in the best interest of children, right? That's not part of this budget negotiation. It's about the teachers losing more income in their second job or how many professional development days. And so the conversation, of course, as always, gets away from what's in the best interest of the children that our school system was designed to educate. Um, But, again, I have to give the school district credit because they are asking for feedback from parents. They're asking for, you know, that type of input before they make a decision or for how, how, you know, to gauge and figure out how they're going to move forward. But but should the survey include a third option, the one preferred by teachers for a 43-week calendar? I think so, absolutely. Right, if that's, listen, teachers have one of the hardest jobs there is, there are, excuse me. And so our teachers in our Buffalo Public Schools, they have a hard job. They have a difficult task, all right? Nobody is, is, is in any way trying to pretend like they don't have a very difficult task. So their voices need to be represented, and their ideas need to be put on the table as well. Um, so I'm, you know, I think so. I think absolutely that should be considered because a parent needs all the information. Right? You want to give them, give a parent all the possible information to make the most informed decision. We'll keep following this calendar controversy that's 9 30 in 716 we're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of wben buffalo hey rob bradford here i have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what i have known for some time baseball isn't boring now i have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show players managers gms and yes even the commissioner of baseball rob manfred it has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices so join the revolution subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring listen on your odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast you'll be glad you did